Ladies and gents, welcome back to the channel today. And let me just start out by saying that today's video is bad news. I thought I'd get it out today before Thanksgiving tomorrow, so at least I don't ruin anyone's Thanksgiving. But we do have some bad news today, so uh, probably sit down to listen to this video. And let me just start off with the end in mind. If you plan to travel anywhere internationally at any point in the near future, I would probably say to get those travel plans done now. I take those trips sooner rather than later because what was just announced last week um, will pretty much put an end to travel for a lot of people. And we'll get into who that category of people are very shortly, you can probably guess. Because world leaders over the last couple of weeks got together for COP27 and B20, which is the G20 countries that account for you know, 65% of the world's population and most of the GDP and you know, the, the biggest nations all getting together. And usually when they get together, nothing good ever comes of it. And that's definitely the case in today's video. But before we get into all of that, I do just wanna say one thing, which I always find fascinating at how the public never really gets upset by such matters. And that is the hypocrisy of these meetings. So for example, COP27, all about climate and um, th these world leaders fly in on their private jets. Sometimes these huge aircraft carriers bringing in dozens of reinforced super heavyweight vehicles just to take them half a mile down the road to a, a conference. Or they fly in their own private jets, these huge jets for just two or three people on board sometimes with some of these countries. And of course, they're flying in to give a lecture on um, reducing CO2 emissions. There's no hypocrisy there whatsoever, of course. Or to talk about meat consumption and getting down the meat consumption. We need to get down to zero. And then you see the menu with these 150 pounds, 200 pounds, and I'm talking British pounds, uh, steaks and all these, you know, very fine cuts of meat flown in from New Zealand and all this crazy stuff. It's a... Uh, it's bizarre that people don't see through all of this. But in amongst all the climate stuff and, and everything else that was discussed at these meetings, there was a really crucial one, which was preparing for the next pandemic. And you can probably see how this is going to tie together. And I'm gonna tell you now how this affects you because I'll be straight with you here. It doesn't matter if you've had your jabs, you haven't had your jabs, whether you've had zero, whether you've had two, uh, and you don't intend to get any more everyone's gonna be in the same boat here because what they discussed was extremely strict. I mean, so draconian that I, even for me, I was surprised and shocked by reading through a lot of these documents and what was announced because I just can't see the majority of people going along with this stuff. And I mean, we're not just talking COVID-based things here, we're talking all sorts of other things, you know, monkeypox and this thing and that thing. And um, it, it was so crazy, the scale of this thing. And if you haven't had, you know, these jabs for these things, however many you're told to take, your travel is pretty much restricted. And we'll get into digital ID in a moment because this is how it all links together. I tell you, this is one of those videos that you, you definitely don't want to miss because it's so interesting how all of this is really coming together at these meetings. But just before I do go into all of that, 
very quick 30 seconds here promo, as it were, if you haven't taken my finance course, which includes macro and teaches you all about how finance really works in the world and the stock markets, how to beat the, the brokers and everything else, um, in the description below, you'll see that link right at the top of the description. Go and check out that course. I guarantee, look at the testimonials, I guarantee you, you will love it or your money back. All right, so promo over, let's get into this. So what I found really bizarre about this whole thing, and I mean, it's so obvious, they must think the public's stupid, was they had these health ministers requesting, so it was just very soft, requesting that we have this health pass in order to prepare the world, as it were, for the next pandemic, which is coming, as they always say. How they, they know these things, I, I'm not sure, but there's always this, this line, which is coming soon, or which we know is coming. So they called it a digital health certificate. Again, we'll link this in a moment, digital health certificate, under the guidance of the WHO. This is what they said, the WHO needs to set these guidance and standards, even though there has been so much criticism over the handling over the last two years of the WHO. But no, all of a sudden everyone, all these ministers are saying, no, we have to go by the WHO, nobody else. They are the people we need to follow here. So guess what happens just after this conference? A decree was made, which was enormous. And it makes me laugh, anyone who thinks it's a coincidence that day one, they say, well, we probably should have this. And then just a couple of days later, a decree comes out, which is enormous. To have written that, it would have taken a very long time. I'm going to show you one aspect of this decree, which is um, the most disturbing, I would say. And the other thing, especially if you are an American watching, this is pretty worrying for you. So 19 months ago, it was declared unconstitutional for the USA to have these health digital IDs, where it would track every movement that you made and the information would be shared with insurance companies. Any insurance company could just log into this digital ID and view all of your medical data. You had no rights over who could access it from these healthcare providers. So this was, and also stopping you from traveling internationally as well. This was decreed unconstitutional and it was said that it would never come in in the USA. Well, guess who one of the people were who actually signed up to this decree just last week? It was your president, Joe Biden, actually signed off this document. Don't take my word for it, look into this for yourself. So 19 months ago, unconstitutional, it will never happen. Today, it's been signed off. But that isn't the most worrying thing out of all of this. What worries me the most is the extremists among these groups. So they're not happy just to have this digital ID which exists in the cloud and you know they track you and they do all the facial recognition and gait recognition which is they, they track how you walk so they can identify you. No, no, that's, that's not enough. They're also talking about this uh, tiny microchip, which is the size of a grain of sand, as they, as they call it. Sorry, I meant to say a grain of rice there, not a grain of sand, that would be tiny. But this grain of rice, and they want to inject that like they did in uh, Sweden into the hand. Uh, and they said that this will slow down fraud and identity-based fraud. And, you know, if someone wants to travel and they haven't had their right... Um, you know, shots or whatever, well, we can check their, 
their grain of sand in their hand and all this. This is the stuff that's really disturbing. But the biggest issue is here that the, the public are just letting everything go along. Why are they going along with all this? Why are they not resisting any of these, these things, these draconian measures that will put these restrictions on everyone's lives? It's because, and this is just what I believe, is the psychology behind it and that people just think, you know what, as lo if I don't rock the boat, if I don't step out, if I don't say anything, then I'll be left alone and I'll just get another day of peace and quiet. I don't need to worry about it. But yeah, the problem is if you just allow this to happen every single day, eventually you're going to end up in this dystopian, not a utopian world where your freedoms and your restrictions are going to be, I mean, it's going to be so bad, I think. And some of you might be watching and say, okay, Neil, you're overreacting. I don't care if I'm told to get, you know, whatever I'm, if, even if it was 10, 15 jabs a year for all different things from the government. I don't care. I don't see anything wrong with it. I think they're all safe. I'm just going to do it all. Okay. And that's your, you know, your opinion. That's fine. But I have a different opinion. You know, I always want the freedom to choose for myself what my, you know, what I do medically. I always want that freedom. I want to be able to do my own independent research. I don't want there to be censorship over different sides. I always like to see a clear and honest debate over such things. And I definitely don't want, and this is where the carbon stuff will link in later on, I definitely don't want a government, which remember, the government works for the people, not the people work for the government. I don't want the government dictating where I can travel and who I can interact with and where I can spend my money. Because all this stuff is coming, by the way, when you get into the central bank digital currency, the CBDC, linked to the carbon score. I'm going to do a video on that later, which again has been a new document put out as to how they're going to manage carbon and how every bit of carbon is going to be commoditized and turned into a currency. So we'll do that video another day. But let's just go over to the shared screen here and I want you to pay attention. This video you can see right here is two years old, November 19th, 2020. The United Nations is ready to digitally transform how it deals with identity. Introducing the UN Digital ID. All of your personal, HR, medical, travel, security, payroll and pension data in the palm of your hand, giving you full control on what you share and with whom. With blockchain and biometrics, the UN Digital ID makes verification efficient, secure, transparent, immutable, portable and universal. As innovation transforms the world, we can improve the way we manage our identities online. UN Digital IDs, a building block for digital cooperation, unlocking the promise of the SDGs. Okay, so I think you get the idea here. What I'm saying is that this has been out for a long time now. Uh, let's look at this document then because I know there's always skeptics amongst my subscribers. So I want to show you the official document, November 16th, 2022, G20 Bali Leaders Declaration. Now, I've read all of this. I'm not going to bore you with reading it all, but I want to get down to point number 23, I believe. Yeah, point number 23. Uh, we'll only look at one point from this document. And this is what it declares. 
we acknowledge the importance of shared technical standards and verification methods under the framework of the IHR 2005, 2005 again, to facilitate seamless international travel, interoperability and recognizing digital solutions and non-digital solutions, including proof of vaccinations. So there it is in black and white for you. And you know we can go through more. It is worth looking at this document. You've got point number 24 here where they talk about, um, well, we, we won't go into all of this, but I just wanted to show you here is the you know evidence of this. Now, let's look at a couple of articles then, which just give a little bit more information here. So world leaders to implement V passports. The current membership of the G20 accounts for more than 66% of the world's population and includes Argentina, Australia, Brazil, Canada, China, France, Germany, etc. You've got all the BRICS nations or, or some of the BRICS nations on here. We have Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa. So actually we have all the BRICS nations on here within the G20. Saudi Arabia wanting to join BRICS. We have the United Kingdom, United States, the EU. So pretty much all the big players are here. Dr. Wolf said, I cannot say this forcefully enough. This is literally the end of human liberty in the West if this plan unfolds as planned. V passports sound like a fine thing if you don't know what these platforms can do. I'm CEO of a tech company. I understand what this platform does. It's not about the V, it's not about the virus, it's about data. Absolutely correct. That is exactly what this is all about, it's about data. And once this rolls out, you don't have a choice about being part of the system. What people have to understand is that any other functionality can be loaded onto that platform with no problem at all. Yeah, and let's add to that. Any other functionality will be loaded onto the platform and will be used. I think that's the thing not being mentioned here. Again, another article, Biden world leaders signed declaration to adopt the V passport for international travel. And, and I've got to say to all of you here, it doesn't matter what your views are on what's happened over the last two years and what your medical status is, as people used to, you know, they, they love that word. Um, this is, you've got to think of it about the future. What if something else happens that you simply don't believe in or don't agree with? Maybe you agreed with everything over the last two years. Maybe you didn't agree. What if you don't agree the next time and you're, you're just told you're not allowed to travel anymore? And what if this is a, a legacy issue as well? So you maybe there's five different things that come out. You agree with four of them, but you don't agree with one of them. So you say, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And then you go to the airport or you go to wherever it is, you go to the bank for your loan in the future when the, the carbon credits and the social scores come in. And they say, I'm sorry, you don't qualify. Yeah, you've done these four, but you haven't done this one here. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about with the, the disturbing aspect of this control system that is being implemented with almost no resistance whatsoever. Now, what did Professor Schwab have to say? Well, he says, what we have to confront is a deep systemic and structural restructuring of our world. And this will take some time and the world will look differently after we have gone through this transition process. When world leaders say we will facilitate movement, they really mean we will restrict movement if you don't do what we say. The fundamental question to be addressed 
uh, is people have forgotten what the state is for and that the state serves the citizens, not the other way around. You have an entire population that apparently seems to forget that they pay up to half of the income in taxes. You do that so that the state supposedly does things in your interest. Instead, the state treats us as criminals. Every citizen is proven guilty until proven innocent. This is a statement from the Liberty Council founder. Digital health or v-passports along with tracking and tracing apps present a serious threat to freedom. V-passports and tracking apps are about collecting data and control. The passport is being promoted worldwide to limit a person's ability to leave home, work, shop, dine, travel, attend a public event or even worship. COVID is being used to advance this dangerous threat to freedom. We must never accept these passports or tracking apps as the new normal. The implications for freedom are significant. So just very quickly then, what is a digital healthcare passport? Well, a digital healthcare passport is a mechanism to store and access all medical information and records online in one location. The data would be kept on a digital platform and using blockchain and cloud technology for easy access and enhanced security and protection. Really? I don't know about that. We're seeing a lot of hacks at the moment. Digital passports would be an improvement over what is used today. Well, says who? Who, who, who says that? Where's the study? Where's the evidence to say that these digital passports would be an improvement? Because remember, this is what we're talking about here. This is China. Okay, this is what we're, we're going to be seeing, this facial and gait recognition. So overall, my friends, um, as I said, bad news today. This is not good at all. But Happy Thanksgiving for tomorrow. Just forget what I've said. Have a great uh, Thanksgiving. And just a reminder, check out my course, my finance course, especially if you've got a little bit of holiday time, a bit of downtime, just check out that course, see if it's right for you. Apart from that, uh, thanks so much for watching today and being a subscriber here. Take care, God bless, and I will see you tomorrow.